table. Now the Eagles to come back again to fall forward. Oh, Barney! Darling tapping. Darling again. Gives it to Ryan. And then Ryan's little kick is a good one to Kennedy. Yes! 50. McGovern. McGovern. What a player. What a mark, Bruce. What a mark. And he goes to Your hosts are Wazza, Dan and Wayne. Okay, guys, got a big show coming up. Um, I'm going to get straight into it. We lost by six points on the weekend. Usually after a loss, I'm gutted, I'm frustrated, I'm angry. But surprisingly, I'm very upbeat. Well, down and not out, really. Um, I was gutted because I just felt like we had that game and you, you can't close losses like you can't help but go back and think if this was different if that was different mm. if this happened if that decision went our way the whole game would change the complexity of the game but I've got more confidence about beating Richmond from that loss oh, which yeah. surprises me yeah. took more out of that than what I would have out of a win and I said it to a couple of you guys uh, we lost the battle but we're going to win the war I, um, I was at as you know I was at Bartlett Coach Basketball and I was there and one of the dads was sort of Showing me the scores a bit, and at one stage I like were eight, what fourteen points down or something. I thought, God, this is not looking good. Yep. And now I didn't see the score until the end of the game, and we'd only lost by six points. I'm like, geez, but we're, they were eighty yep. and we were like fifty-seven. I thought, geez, we really got up. We'd never gave up, even yeah. though we'd lost momentum, and it was clear but we lost momentum. We kept. I went home and watched the game on seven, so I'm glad I knew the result. Yeah, yeah. Get, I don't get as worked up, but so it was a, that was a bloody good. That was the best game of footy all weekend. Well, that was a fantastic I just get to game. That. It's been touted as the best game for the season, and you know we've got our Eagles hats on, so we're going to probably agree with it. Um, but we're going to talk a bit more about that in uh, the final siren, mm. but. Hawthorne, they're going to come to play, so don't be thinking we're going to walk over because they've got a mathematical chance of making the eight. If Do you guys do footy tipping? Yes. No, no, I don't. That was a horror weekend for footy tipping. My weekend's a horror weekend every week. So <laughs> yeah. I think this season has been a bad season for footy tipping, if yeah. we're going to be honest. Right, before we get into some footy talk, I just want to give a shout-out to Eagle Air. If you're looking to go to the grand final this year and you haven't got a ticket or can't get one on Virgin, Qantas, all that... Have a look at Eagle Air, Eagle Air on uh, Facebook. Um, they've got a charter flight going and you can secure a seat for $250 deposit and the full price is $1,350. So get on there, tell them that was a cent year because they might give me a discount, they might give you a discount, who knows. And if there's anyone out there that wants to sponsor three guys to go there and do a podcast, that's myself. Um, Dan and Wayne for Eagle Nation please uh, get in touch with us <laughs> well, if the AFL's listening we don't mind doing it on the over at half time um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll shout out to you every time we can every five <laughs> minutes um, look we've talked about coaching a lot on this show especially in the last eight to nine weeks the coach merry-go-rounds gone around again and yesterday it was probably happy for some people mm-hmm. um for Fremantle people, uh, Ross Lyon got the sack and so did uh, the CEO, uh, Steve Rossich. I've heard a story today 
from a very good source and then I've heard it again this afternoon on the radio on the way here is that a lot of the players, ex-players, who have had nothing to do with the club, have not wanted to have anything to do with the club since they've retired, their life members and everything, are coming back to the club now. They want to get back involved and back involved in Fremantle because of the changes. Well, look, he's a polarising figure. Mm. Let's, let's not uh, sugarcoat it. Um, people call him arrogant. I actually call him confident because confident and arrogant can be misconstrued. Um, I actually liked... At Ross Lyon, but I didn't like the way he coached, mm-hmm. and and it's shown the last four years. Defence can only get you so far. That's it. And um, touch on what you said, Wayne. Uh, Shane Kirsten was very well, yeah, I saw like that. yeah, big laugh out loud. Yeah, so he got yeah. fired on Twitter. So there is a, a bit of animosity against players. But I actually think he's a very good coach. Mm-hmm. My questions on him yeah. is he can't rebuild a site. He's never no. had to rebuild a site, and. I think he's terrible at it. I don't like the... And we've touched on it before, bringing, trading in 10 plays instead of hitting the draft if you're rebuilding. It's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think he's down for us. He's ultra-defensive and he doesn't kick enough goals... You know, they don't kick enough goals to uh, win games. Well, no, he, he's a very defensive, but he's a very tactical coach. So if he's got the list there, he'll win your games, he'll get mm-hmm. you into the finals. And that shows once you've then got to rebuild... I don't think he's he's there. I don't think he has that capacity. So on the outside looking in, I think Ken Hinckley, if he goes, say that, I think he'll be great at Port. Mm. They've got that list that could contend. They've just got to get something right. And that's the kind of list you want. You hear St Kilda, can't, you know, all these teams, that um, they've you know, Saints and North got coaches now. You wouldn't want him to rebuild your side. Mm. You'd want to have a somewhat established side and then him come in and coach it. And Adelaide, a Port Adelaide, make a few changes, bring in his defensive style. Who personally, I'm with you, I don't actually like it. I don't like the look of it, but it wins you games. Yeah. Um, you just said Hinkley. Is he any chance of keeping his job next week? Um, I think it's getting worse and worse. I think, yeah. Last I, week's game was yeah. atrocious. I thought, I saw something the other day that said, like, if he goes in next year, there's a clause there where if his mate finals. But then I thought that was this year. That's I what heard I heard, but it's year, next year. year. But I think you could find again. Yeah, but I think they might bite the bullet. Yeah. And, and it'd be surprising because I thought it would have been more um, Don Pike getting a boot because at he, least... He could, Adel- he could as well. No, nah, not with two years on a, mm. on a soft cap, no way. Um, Hinkley, you know, he's got young players. I mm. thought he was doing all right. And you're going to get up and down um, uh, results when you've got younger players coming in. If the senior players ain't performing. But it's been like that for years, though. This yeah. isn't a new thing. They haven't been inconsistent now. If you go back... Uh, consistent, just a quick one back on Ross Lyon. The one thing Fremantle have lacked is skill. Yeah, that's I, it. I, I skill. skill. But one thing, you got to take your hat off to him. He he made Sonny Walters into the player he is today. Oh, he's very good he's, with players. Yeah, he's uh, obviously got... Yeah. Got traits there, but he he's got maybe, the rapport. He maybe hasn't come like Adam Simpson, who has, who has come... Who keeps evolving in his yeah. coaching? Yeah. I don't think Ross has evolved in his yeah. coaching. He's you, stayed stagnant. You right. said the word skill, and you just watch a game on the weekend, mm. and I commented on a few different social media pages. Skill kills this team, and not one person said other uh, mm. anything that was different to it. You know. Yeah. All right, let's get on to something different now, guys. We're going to probably bring up a new segment next year because there's always. A, something that happens out in a game that we always don't see eye to eye. Now, <laughs> we need a name for it, so if you listen to this uh, little segment, 
send in your names for the segment because the best one will get it and we'll put it on air. We'll say who come up with it. Um, also, when you're on uh, the uh, iTunes or SoundCloud or Google Podcasts or Spotify, like us, give us a review, pump us up. Boys, this is going to be interesting. They've got three minutes to answer this. I'm going to time it. The marking controversy between Rewalt, um, the Eagles on the weekend, these two boys here got differences of opinion. Um, you got three minutes to go with it and give us your best opinion. All right, here we go. Clash of the Titans, that's a good name. I like that I one. I like that one. First of all, uh, I don't think it will work as a scene because I find we always get along. Different slight, but this one... I feel like I'm all one out because I very disagree. I think it was a correct disposal. And I'm not basing this on, say, like, studs up. It's the fact, or you can't use your feet in the contest. You can't use your knees in the contest. You can. But he didn't get elevated. He didn't use this to take a great specky, a great hanger. I wouldn't even call what he did a hanger or a specky. Is this the first mark or the second mark? They're both very similar. The second one was a lot worse. And let's be honest, the second one you couldn't even call a mark because he didn't mark it. Um, His first instinct was to push him out, kick him out with their foot. That's what he was doing. And I've seen a lot of pictures of it depicting, oh, well, this one's similar. You look at them, they've used it to elevate. A lot of talk about uh, through the year here, Josh Kennedy's done it, all these places. You can do it, but you need to elevate off the ground. He's basically touching the ground when he's done it. So just forget the studs up rule. That's what was called because it was studs up. To me, he's tunneled them under the ball or pushed. If he used his hands, it's a push in the back. If he used his like a shoulder and bumped, it's tunneling under the ball. Now, he's kicked them, and suddenly people are like, oh, it isn't a market contest, it's fine. He hasn't elevated off the ground. He hasn't done it. You could not call that specky. And something interesting, too, I find, Daniel Kerr was very strong. He's just said, you've never been able to kick like that. He's flat on. He's just kind of said he's kicked. I've got to get through his quick one. got three minutes, yeah. Um, Scott, uh, Chris Scott, who I'm actually not a big fan of, he said he probably wouldn't have called it, but he's worried now that AFL's come out and said it's a correct decision, but they're changing the way that it's interpreted. Because he's like, now every forward's going to do it. And intercept markers like Brass and Gov, they cover spots, they get in your way. Forwards from now on, they're just going to kick you out. And I'm not saying Specky, we all love the Specky. That's not going anywhere. It was the same with the hands in the back rule. You were allowed to do it if you're using to elevate in the air. You know, it's a grey area. That's fine. But as I said, I... I question if it was a specky. And the thing that really worries me is kids now. If you say this is okay, are kids in grassroots footy, and we talk about the AFLW, we've seen the young girls playing, local leagues, mm. are they now going to think it's all right to run in and kick these players out the way to take the mark? Our game is built on intercept markers and covering space and zoning in at defence. You can throw that out the window if a forward can now, if Gov is in front of him, Barras is playing in front of him, can boot them out, tunnel them with their foot, tunnel them under the ball and take a mark over the top and that's exactly what it is taking the mark was second getting them out of the way was first and the second one I don't think you saw was it was actually the arc and that was the worst one because he didn't even take the mark and it went over the back so it was purely to get them under the ball 15 seconds left and I can't believe the uproar about this decision when Dusty high fend off bloodied Redden up, dropped him, and he hit hickey high and dropped the bloody Ruckman fending off and that's not commented once all right. Now, <laughs> I had to speak quick there, people. Now, I, meant, I meant three minutes for the whole thing. <laughs> oh, I thought we said three. I was speaking so fast there, too. Sorry. So, so, I knew that wouldn't bloody last. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So I'm just quickly going to surmise the umpire used the wrong word. You said studs up. If he hadn't said studs up, I probably agree with you. All right, Wayne, your go. Three minutes. <laughs> you can have three minutes if you want. Well, my view, look, my view was that rule was brought in to bring Toby Green issue out. Front where, on. Where he stood there with his leg up like a, a full-on karate kick. Uh, parallel to the ground and a player who wasn't looking and was running back for the ball just ran into him with his face. Now, I agree, that's how, that's how that rule should be interpreted. To me, Rewald had his eyes on the ball. He was went straight for the mark. He probably can't get as high as he used to get. And to me, it's a common thing that has done. Josh Kennedy is probably our worst player in our club that does it. I mean, if you go back to round seven against uh, in the second quarter, in his second goal when we played Gold Coast, he... Yeah, guy's running back. He's got his leg up and he's taken the mark. He and does it a lot. Does it a lot. Yeah. He did it in another game. I think the one he got the seven goals in recently. Stood into the back. Again, they, now these kicks weren't paid. To me, if you've got your eyes on the ball and you're running at that ball and where there's a player in front of you... Mate, I went 1986, I went over the state amateurs and a guy, Cameron O'Brien, who was playing for Victoria, played on me. He took two, the two best marks people tell me that they've ever seen. I never saw him because he was standing on my head when he took them. Now, he had his stud marks in my back because he launched from my back, he stood on my back and then onto my shoulders. And that, to me, good on him. That was a great mark and that's what the game's been. I think today's, today's football boots are so much different than like the days of John Jerovich and Alex Jeselenko when they had steel studs, you know, and they would rip, rip your calves and your back apart. Now... They're wearing flat-moulded shoes, virtually, or what they call grass cutters, which are a lot of joggers we've got on here now. To me, there was nothing wrong with Rewald's mark. You go back to, even you go back to, I hate to say it, to the mark of the year, our own Luke Ryan. Yeah, he's, he's got his boots. Now, he's just launched himself. His boots have gone into the back of Max Gorn's head. Now, is that clear? No one would has ever said anything about that. To me, that was mark of the year. Jack Rewalt was a good mark. All right, I'm just going to sit on the fence here. I think AFL's getting caught up in too much technicalities here. Uh, studs up, cause of injury. Um, I think the umpire got it wrong with his saying what it was, studs up. When I first saw it, I said it was a mark. When I looked at it on replay, I thought it was tunnelling because he's pushed him out and he's pushed him in the way that he's tunnelled. So I sit, I'm sitting on the fence. But at the end of the day, if you take... If you take that away from our game, I think you're going to kill the game. Mm. Keep it there for if it's going to cause injury, if it's front on our feet. Uh, it's going to be uh, a discussion point going on for many times now because, as you said, a lot of people are going to start doing it, using it to their advantage, and it's just going to be coming back and forth. And AFL probably had to do something, and they've tweaked the rules, but are they going to tweak the rules and everything else? It's funny though We said it differently We did agree actually On parts listening yeah, parts, Because as yeah. I said It's not it, it was the elevation bit I didn't yeah. like The fact yeah. that He didn't elevate um, And you said The marks oh, Sorry I forgot the player That took it on you, you Cameron you know, O'Brien Yeah you can use forgetting. your boots And you said it was on his shoulder I wish I'd seen it I was waiting you know, on his When you said John Jerovich yeah. Dan's probably going Who the fuck are you talking about Yeah I about did, I, did. <laughs> I forgot his name But yeah but that's it I don't I don't want My yeah. point is I don't want the boots removed Because yeah, no. you've got to do it To elevate Get on your shoulders Because as you said It was one of the greatest things you've ever seen. Yeah. I don't want the spectacle gone. Yeah. Um, and all right, let, let's move on. Not so I can much just on say one thing on that yeah, Cameron okay. O'Brien thing is that I wish I'd seen it too, but all my, <laughs> my mates after 
20 or 5 years keep reminding me about it so or 30 years I've only ever taken one still remind me about I've only ever taken one good mark in my whole footy career and I didn't see it because I had my eyes closed (laughs) funny thing is though Jeremy Cameron did get done for this earlier in the year because it wasn't Mm. rich and also uh, I told was this off camera uh, Rewalt messaged the umpire apologising and I said how's that not 50 he was very you know he was spitting his cheeks he he messaged the umpire to apologise because he was actually abusing with profanity so how that wasn't 50, because yeah. the excuse was, oh, he mustn't have sworn at him. But he admitted to swearing at the guy too. It's like, come on. <laughs> All right, let's get into useless stats. We always do this every week. Um, Shannon Hurd has now moved into third for all-time rebound from 50, mm. so that's pretty cool. But he's a long way away from Heath Shaw, he's second. He's 600 rebounds away mm, from him. Bit. So And a long way from Dustin. So. Different way. Um, finals omen. Uh, 11 of the last 13 grand finals have been won by teams losing the la- one of their last three matches. And if you look at the Eagles, they've, every time they've won the Premiership, they've lost to Footscray by 30 points in 92. Carlton by 64 points in 94. So these are some beatings. They're not just little wins. They're massive beatings. Fremantle on 2006 by 57. Uh, Melbourne by 17 points last year. And we've lost to Richmond by six points. So that's a nomen. So that's saying we can reach a grand final and win. Let's hope you're right. But For a there's, another home, there's another omen is Eagles have reached seven grand finals, but six of them have been from a home qualifying final. Mm. Well, so we, only one of them has been from doing the hard way, which is where we could end up doing it the long way. The I, long I, way. I think we will personally from now, as long as I just want that top four. Mm. Um, right. But the thing is, it's just business as usual. One home game, one away game. One home game, one away game. So yeah. we win that first final. It's the same. One home game against Hawks, mm. then we play whoever away. We win that, then it's a home prelim. Yeah, it's one good, away, mm. one it's home. A, it's a good way to look at it. Mm. Well, let's get into some question times. You won't see this on your um, run sheet because I'm chucking it in. And I hopefully you've seen I've it. done too as well. It's a tricky. I didn't I, give I, them to you. I want him to read that first question out. Yeah. Well, I'll give you to this first. <laughs> oh, I just read about it. All right, look, Bondam Pelly, is he lucky to not be suspended for? Oh, mate, they they gave he's the, an untouchable. But One the, of the, the reason was was because they graded it low, mm. but the medical report wasn't in, and they, the uh, rival team said the medical report isn't complete. When they got the medical report, that automatically goes to high. That's two weeks. Well, why doesn't it go to the tribunal? That's tonight. Well, that's, I, I, um, I find it just... I'd be this it. is so similar to the Cochin thing. They wanted to play in a grand final. Yeah. Bond's a premiership favourite and Vic, a Vic favourite and they're a chance to make the eight. It's more the brown way, I think. Yeah. Um, so, what did I say? Premiership. Sorry, I did actually mean the brown note. Hey, um, you can't ride the bloody bo- dogs off the way the plane. I, I, I touched on uh, just before Rewalt not giving away 50 metres when I think he should. Mm. It's just so much inconsistency when it's these Vic clubs they want to do well. All right. Um, we're going to miss that first question because we've already basically asked it, but yeah. I did write down egging. <laughs> what did you um, mean? <laughs> Lions have been the biggest surprise this season. Will they get to a grand final and can they win it? Like can anyone Take Eagle hat any, off. anyone can get there and win it? That's for sure. And if will they, they get there? If the, I think they need home finals to get there to win it. To well, they're going to get one probably, mm. and that'll be against us. Yeah. So Eagles have to. I, I think they that. need. I don't know. Right. Think you guys um, think, but I think they need to get both their like the Eagles last year. Yeah. Need to get both their home finals. Yeah. 
and and win it. And this weekend will be a big test for them because they're playing yeah, at the G. So look, if they win that, they're definitely going to. Well, be the I'll new talk favorites. about the machinations of the finals when we get into bounce down. Yeah, mm. uh, can they? I reckon yes, they can. Will they? I don't think they're going. I'm. I don't know. It's very old fashioned. I think you got to play finals, have finals experience to mm. win it. And I'm old fashioned. Well, Bulldogs will say that's wrong because they yeah, they played in finals before though. Not all of them. Not, not all most of them. No, they got into seven. A lot of them didn't, but not many at all would be on that list that has. Will, will Ruffy play against Eagles? No. He's retired. Yeah, he's retired. That's out. He's Paul not Pitt playing. He's already retired. retired well, he up. said that this week. Yeah, today, retired after last week's today, game. Yeah, he said... Um, on Sunday night, he retired. Six. Well, uh, on Monday, they were still saying no, that I he think he, be playing. I think it's no. officially come it's out officially. today. Oh, he's retired. Uh, yeah, it's definitely... So he, so he, he wanted to end on six. So Clarko won't, so won't be killing Bambi. So he won't be killing Bambi. All right. Are the Bulldogs a team to look out for in the finals? No, because they might not even make it. Oh, they will make it. They're playing Adelaide in Ballarat this week. Again, they got to... They'll make it. Yeah, I think yeah, I think they'll make it, and they, but things have got to fall for them as well. Yeah, they've got to fall for them, but yeah. they are dangerous. I mean, they're, they're playing good. There's form. a possibility they, they could play in Collingwood or, or I, someone like that. that so. rem- remember, they when they won the flag, they were, you know, they granted know. the they week by, mm. and they played the best four weeks. They went yeah. and they played the that was the hardest road trips. Mm. They went away every week. Yeah, they but with long, um. With the dogs, as you said, they've got to play Collingwood. Collingwood's starting to get a few players back. I don't think they could beat Collingwood. Um, they lost to the Lions, even though they were competitive. Mm. Um, so, yeah, their form has been okay, but I don't think they're locked in for finals no. or being aggressive in finals. All right, well, I'm just going to skip a couple of questions. That ones aren't really worth asking. Uh, name the Eagle players that will make the final AA team, not the squad. I'm, I've, I've thought about this, and I'm, I'm picking three. I'm picking Jack Darling. Yeah, I feel the same. Yep. I'd be disgusted if Shannon Hearn is not captain and in there. And I'm going with Brad Shepard. I don't think Gov will make it. All right. See, that's uh, mine's exactly the same, except I've still got Gov in there because Rance is injured. Um, there's a few tools that are good, but I would be very surprised. If, but that's four, and I can't see four making it, mm. even though so it's Darling, Shepard, Hearn, Gov. Oh, and even you're on the bench. That's five. It's too many Eagles, but I'm pretty confident they'll make it. Mm. Oh, well, I reckon three. I reckon it's going to be Darling, McGovern, and Hearn. Mm. All right, let's get into the final siren. And again, I'd be disgusted if someone like Bont and Pally and that get captain ahead. Bunger Hearn. Uh, hopefully that won't happen. It's the final siren. It's pressure versus precision, and it was built up to be the warm-up for September, and it turned out to be in a mini-final, and some have said it was probably the best game they've seen this season. Um, it come down to red time, a woeful turnover by the Eagles under extreme pressure, and uh, Rewalt snaps a goal and puts them six points up. Everyone sees the game differently. I say no Schofield, no Eagles, but that's just me being... Having a joke. <laughs> well, I missed I miss that with Brass being loose. Yeah. I've said that as soon as he came in. Richmond, 13-10-88 to 13-4-82. And Lynch and Rewalt, they kicked five between them. And for the Eagles, it was uh, Cripps, Darling and Rioli kicking uh, seven between them. All the rest were singles. Um, yeah, so 57,000 people there. There was quite a lot of Eagles fans there. Yeah. Um, this is a game that's going to be replicated again in the finals for sure. Mm. As I said, I was so gutted with this loss. After calming down, I am so confident we have <coughs> Richmond's number. I, I am honestly that confident. And I touched on moments. I just want to discuss a couple of these moments. I reckon that was one of Sheed's worst games. And I'm a big fan. Mm. I'm going to say these 
these are worse games. This doesn't mean I don't like the player I'm dissing this player. She'd had 14 disposals. Do you think if we played them in a grand final, do you reckon we'd have more than 14 disposals? I would assume so. Barras's worst game. And to be honest, it's probably one of his only bad games. Do you think he would have another game like that, or do you think he would improve? No. no. Again, do you think Shuey's disposal efficiency we played in the grand final be as, as low as it was then? Well, I hope not. <laughs> you know, and just odd things like the rain. If it doesn't rain, do you think we could have stayed with our kicking marking game that tore them apart in the mm. first quarter and a half? There's a lot of what-ifs there. That's it. There's, there was so many what-ifs in this game. What? And here's another one. What if Hutchings didn't go down in the first quarter... Do you think we would tag Dusty with Hutchings next time we played or just put a hard tag on Dusty's? I'll assume so after his game. He yeah. tore us apart and was best playing ground. Look, and one more, even the rotations of having Hutchings yeah. not there. Mm. Look, Big uh, difference. Like we said at the top of the show, um, we, look, we got a lot more out of this from the loss. And um, next time we can't, if we do come up against Richmond, they're going to be the ones that are going to be wondering what we're going to do, mm. not us. Um, it, the game reminded me of... Uh, I can understand how Collingwood felt because they were five goals down. Mm, exactly. We were five goals down and we come back and won. That's what I put in the And basically, it's a reverse. Week. I had the and, same thought. And um, so... Anything's possible in the finals coming up. Um, it was a preview. It was brilliant. The game against Cats in Brisbane was only a point, the difference. So that was pretty good. But everyone spoke about this game more as being a high-caliber game of football. Um, it, the first quarter for the Eagles, everyone was saying that that is the best quarter of football they've seen a team play this year. The foot skills, everything. It was just spot on. But you got to give credit to um, Richmond when the rain came. Well, even before the rain came, they made a few adjustments at quarter time and got the game back on their terms. Yeah, I think you got to look at... Two, I think, too, um, if in today's game, in the first quarter, when you're playing quality teams, if you get a five-goal break... And we proved this in the... I think it's from our grand final last year. You can't rest on your laurels and think... No, hey, five, five like, goals is nothing. Five goals is nothing now. Yeah. You know, they can come back out and kick two quick goals. All of a sudden, the momentum changes. And momentum. It, it, it's really back into the... You know, you get the game back on your own turns. But, you know, I think... You know, I'd love to know is how bad Grimes' ankle is. Now, you watched that. I don't know if you all watched that. When he came off, no, he couldn't walk. He needed to get carried off the ground by two trainers. He's come up, back up. Now, he could barely get down the steps if you watched him on the TV. He's come back up and, like, they've obviously put some elephant juice in there or something. Oh, they've done and, something, and, but they've cleared him of any structural damage. Uh, yeah, I know how so. bad it was. I mean, he that was bad. bad. But bad. It looked really bad. But um, but I think, too, if we can get that game out of the middle, one-on-one, JK would be a bigger force in the finals than we give credit for because oh, yeah. one-on-one... They cannot stop him on a man-on-man. Is that he got that one mark at the last quarter? Mark. Strong, kicked a goal. I tell you what, that would be hard to and stop. And like we said off Thanks air, Richmond will be. Like we said off air, uh, Grimes and Blossom were sitting there back every time we kicked it into it was like kicking mm. into a war. Mm. But in the last ten minutes, you don't show your hand every straight away because you're giving disrespect to the teams. And but in the last ten minutes, Simo pulled the, the reins a bit put somebody back there so they didn't have a water hit and what happens the Eagles kick three goals get back into the game I, I thought that was I don't know if you guys thought I thought early in the game is that 
there was every time they went running forward, there's no one there. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying because we were I, playing an extra at stoppages. Now I don't get that in football these days, and maybe my time has probably passed a lot of a lot of things, but still, I think if you've got one forward there, you can kick to on a one-on-one or at least one out can can compete like a, a yeah. Kennedy or a Darling. That would I think could make a bigger difference than leaving just leaving the defenders there. Well, any other team that would have done that would have got slaughtered. Yeah, but the Eagles and. It's probably a case of that Eagles were trying to get their ascendancy. They had their ascendancy back, and that's where they attacked from. But we attacked from stoppages. We're the best team from stoppages. Mm. Um, and so we were putting that extra person around, and we were trying to bounce from that. But we weren't use, we, we couldn't cut through. We weren't using our clean kicking, so to speak. And sometimes the rush kicks the pressure. Mm. We just weren't looking... We weren't lowering their eyes. That's that's exactly what I touched on at the beginning. Where we when we lost our kicking marking style, yeah. that's because because we'll hold it back, we'll switch sides, and it allows our forwards to then mm. get back like you touched on yeah. and the loose back there. See, as soon as we lost that, it was manic kicks forwards where the Grimes and the Vlostons back yeah. mm. really hurt us. Um, well, let's talk about Yoey and Martin because they are the two marquee players. Yoey, 26 disposals, 15 clearances, 8 tackles, 5 marks, 6 inside 50s, 2 rebounds. He's the only third player from the Eagles to get that many clearances. And the other person who's done it twice is Matt Prittis. Done. So, but like we said off air, clearances can just mean kicking the ball forward and it could go to somebody else. So, oh Yeah, it sometimes it disposal of yeah. efficiency will be lower mm. when you get so many clearances. Mm. That's what I tend to find. Martin finished with 35 touches, kicked a goal. He drove him into attack 13 times. Uh, so it shows you where he gets a ball. He had a career higher number in doing that. Uh, he had 800 plus metres gained, six clearances, four marks, four tackles. Mm. But again, no one talks about the efficiency. He was 57% and Yo was 61%. Mm. So it shows you there was a lot of pressure going both ways, but they were the two marquee players in the game and they were the two best guys on the ground. It just... Nothing taken away from his game. That was a brilliant game. By far the best on the ground. You get the free votes. But I'm just getting so... I thought they cracked down and mentioned at the very beginning of the year, and I'm talking about the first couple of rounds, about the fending off. Mm. They've just seemed to let that go again. I, look, I agree there. But you know, you know what they, I want to see players learn? And it happened in last year's um, preliminary final. Collingwood did it. And I think it was um, the left footer that tags quite often. I can't give his name now. Came from North Melbourne. Um, anyway, what he did, every, well, every, Greenwood. Greenwood. Yeah. Every fend off, he'd bang the arm down and grabbed him. Yeah, that's. I don't see anyone doing that now. I think uh, it's so. Can, I think it's so quick. You can. Uh, look, yeah, but you and, can and do the wet, it. You the wet weather. You do it. The wet weather played a part in it. Um, you try and grab an arm off a and wet weather from a push off. It's hard. Understand that, but if you don't have to grab the arm. You just slap but it if down. you slap that down and then grab him, yeah. like Greenwood was doing last year. You, it'll. I haven't seen anyone no. trying to do it, and I reckon we need someone to be doing that. Quickly, I Nelson's the man. Quickly, I want to talk. I about think Nelson's going to be our tagger. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he will, he will take over much. Um, quickly, Shannon Hearn. Um, I looked on a lot of um, best players and stuff, and I just was just astounded that no one rated Shannon Hearn's game. Yeah, 24 disposals, 10 marks, and he just rebounded and rebounded, and his efficiency was unbelievable, and he just went unnoticed. And I thought he was probably, if not the best Eagles player on the ground after you. Mm. Yeah, he um, played really well. And I, and I thought Gov played really well too. Gov, yeah. Gov did a pretty good job on Lynch. If you look at um, our social page, uh, The Next Generation, um, Cripps got best on ground. Darling, oh, he got... Um, 
Yeah, Cripps got best on ground. He got, oh, yeah, got second, and, and Riola got yeah. uh, first, uh, one vote. I, what I couldn't believe in those votes, and I, I don't anyone get take offence to this, but I can't believe the amount of people said, I can't vote on this game, we had nothing. Yeah, you, so that, you, you don't watch the you obviously you're not, not watching, watching the, game. the game, and you don't understand the game. If you can't tell me that was a good game, you, you think because we lost by that. Well, you're not watching the game, and you're probably not learning much from Richmond the game. Richmond played their best game style. Best That's what I'm saying. They don't have much upside from that no. game, and uh, you touched on it was one of his their best games. And I felt that I felt like we have that second gear. And I touched on a lot of what ifs. Well, here's another one: What if Rioli, 30, 40 meters out, he's a he will kick nine times out there, and he just missed hit the post on one goal. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that can just change the whole game. And he played so well, Rioli. He's getting back to his good form. And let's not forget the big man just. Pre- if he nick Nat. Like, what will he bring? Because I was, I'm a big fan of Hickey's, but when Nan Curvis went out, mm. I made comments, oh, this is time, Hickey's time to shine. And I don't think he shined. Um, and as I said, this isn't me having a go at plays. I'm talking about their performance on the yeah. day, and it yeah. wasn't great. We had a lot of players, expected that, were more. We had a lot of players are down. Gaff got 29 disposals, but he had eight turnovers. Mm. I realise um, that, but he was still the... Uh, highest disposal efficient yeah. out of any midfielder. Um, Darling got two goals, um, nine yeah. disposals. So that two goals were in the first five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, got three goals. I thought he was one of our best forwards. McGovern, as you said, I thought he played a pretty good game. Brassie's going to have one he forget. But um, two players that probably went um, probably not spoken about by Eagles fans was Bashar Hooli and uh, Edwards from. Uh, Richmond, they were pivotal to winning the game. Everyone's talking about Martin, but those guys, they were, they were everywhere. I, I, if you remember in the last week's podcast, I said, who, said who would tag? I said the two guys I'd be tagging would be Basher Hooley and, and um, Martin. Uh, Martin, yeah. And but, Edwards, Edwards, he's underrated. And I, I, I never really had a look at him until I had a look, second look at that game, and he's a bloody good player. Oh yeah, Shane Evans. He's yeah. an All Australian player. player. He's mm. the one I was a bit dark on. Got the All Australian nod over Yo. Um, and Dean Prestia, he got a lot of the ball. Probably should have straightened up and had a drop punt instead of a screw kick in front of goals. He played a fair bit on. Um, yeah. He played a fair bit on. Um, uh, Luke Shuey too. Yeah, Luke Shuey had probably had a, sh- a shocker for the G. Mm. He had a couple of turnovers that resulted in goals. Brass, we've already basically said. One of my what-ifs, both of them. Yeah, were what ifs. Brass, um, end of the day, yeah, Hutchie was out and it took a lot of hours. Will Schofield didn't play. I still don't understand it, but I'll get over it. <laughs> uh, I'll quickly look at the KPIs. We won uh, stoppages by one, centre clearances by two, clearances by four, and everything else was Richmond's way. So... The ones where you want to win, we won, but there wasn't much difference in it. So it was a pretty even game KPI-wise, mm-hmm. and that resulted in the scoreboard at the end of the day. I would have loved to seen Yo on Edwards, just stuck on the Edwards thing. That's where the hard tag really hurts. If we could hard tag Dusty Martin and then let Yo do his offensive and defensive game on Shane Edwards. Mm. Yeah, that, mate, that... Because we already won the clearances, as you touched on. We were good. I was always most confident after an Eagles goal or a Richmond goal, knowing with a 6-6-6 rule and we're winning clearances. Mm. That's what's common. Because it didn't allow them to flood the Grimes and the Vostons and Hooley as well. Those mm. three loose yeah. at the back. It prevented that. All right, guys, we'll get on to the game that's coming up. And it could be a very important one. But before we go, 
I'll quickly say that Eagles, if you watch the waffle on, I think it was Friday night, uh, it was a shocking game. They won four goals, 11 to the Royals, one goal, five. And Dan, you had it live feed and that was shocking. Uh, that was, I have never seen such a wet game. It was played in mud oh, and puddles. It was, it was amazing. In the row. Yeah. It was, no, no one could perform in that. All right, guys, let's get on the bounce down. Yep. It's bounce down. All right, the Eagles take on the Hawks at Optus on Saturday, 6.10pm. That's a six-day turnaround for the Eagles. Um, the last five times they've met, well, we beat them early this year by a goal, which I was at, and got into the room, so it was, I remember it pretty well. Uh, Eagles by 15 at Marvel the year before. Uh, the year before that, in 2017, the Hawks smashed us at the MCG, but we smashed them at CB, and then the other one was 2016, Hawks by 46 at MCG, and the grand final, well, 2015, we don't want to bring that up. They <laughs> won by 46 points as well, but we won the semi-final by 32. Yeah. So I'd like a nearly, you know, big turnaround there. Uh, look, Hawks, they've won against Crows, Roos, Blues, Port, Pies, Frio, Cats, Suns and Giants twice. So really they haven't beaten anyone above them, really, you know what I mean? At the same time, the Pies probably the oh, only... Cat, oh, the Cats the are cats. pretty high up. The Pies are pretty high up. But the cats, they always the have that and the rival, you know? Yeah, yeah um, I'm probably leaning towards Wayne. I think who they have beat is a lot more impressive than who they've lost to. Mm. But that's inconsistency. Hopefully we get the, the well, negative Clark, side of their inconsistency. Well, Clark, uh, that game against La, the, where the snow came down, he embraced the conditions. Of oh, that was brilliant. And as mind over matter. Great coaching. And I'm sure this weekend he'll be here. Uh, they're he, they're he getting here a little bit earlier, I yeah. believe. And it's all about... All about getting together, and he'll be trying to cause yeah. an upset. He won't yeah. be, he won't be rolling over because mathematically they can still get in if yeah. the Bulldogs lose, uh, Essendon lose, and someone else goes their way, they can get in. But he even said it's a, you know, hard way to get in. But they'll be giving it all they got. Mm. Uh, Mitchell Lewis, he'll probably come in if uh, Ruffy's basically given given it up. Um, Virtual, he's two weeks away, so he won't come in. And Shiremakers, he's two awake, two weeks away, so they haven't really got any big people on their injury mm. list. Uh, the Eagles, we got Hutchie's another three weeks. Mm. Unfortunately, I don't think he'll get back in. I don't the truth. It's it is a strain, it's the same strain as last week. Um, so. you, you can't afford to take that days. in. Uh, Nick Nat, you know the the rumor is that they're keeping him ready for the finals. And let's uh, look if he can. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be. The ace in the pack. Yeah, from what I hear, it is very much like... I can't, believe you, I can't remember who I was talking about, but he could play this week, but they don't want to risk that because you don't play him this week. Then the bye, it's an extra two weeks to recover. Yeah. He's ready to go. And he, he, the type of injury he had, it is on par with most players, their return. Mm. Well, that's going to be good. Um, Eagles, um, yeah, the other ones are Venables and Brand. They're out for season and Foley. He'll go back through the waffle. Look, let's quickly talk about um, the Hawks because this is going to be a shorter episode of uh, Bounce Down this week. Um, Frawley, let's have a look at their bats. Frawley, Sicily, Stratton, Nash and Hardwick. So there's a couple of... No, they actually got a pretty good uh, mm. even spread across their field, yeah. I reckon. Um, you look at their forwards, you got Ruffy, and well, as you said, he's probably not going to play now. Bruce, Smith, O'Brien, 
Popolo and Wingard and Gunson. Mm. Now, you know, on their day, these are premiership players, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and your mids, well, look, you got Burgoyne, Shields, Amiris, uh, Tom Scully, Henderson, Warple. Oh, they got a pretty good team. Warple's, on paper. Warple's the top young player. Yeah. He's really come on this year. He's, mm. On he's, paper, they're he pretty reminds good. me of Sam Mitchell, actually. Yeah, uh, he's got that um, yeah. uh, reference. But he's a little, a little bit quicker than yeah. Mitch. This game actually really worries me because this is a must win. As I said, I don't mind where we actually finished in the top four because it's business as usual. Ideally, we want top two, but I think that ship's out. I'm just happy with top four. But... If Tigers smashed the Lions, if oh, well, this is the Pies, yeah, if Pies just beat Essendon, and then we lose, we could be fifth. Yeah, mm. like don't get me wrong, Tigers actually have to beat win quite well. Mm, that, we have to lose, and then uh, Pies have to win. So there's a lot of what ifs. Yeah. Uh, still side bottoms out, which I don't like injuries anyone, but thank God that mm. helps our cause a little bit. Yeah. Um, mm. But that's what the season's come from. And it's hard. We talked a lot about percentage. We're only fourth, so that's not mm. bad. But it does depend on this last Percent. round. By percent, no, by percentage, All not right. wins it. All right, so Sorry, just a bit interesting on side bottom out at Collingwood. He's going to be replaced. He's got a ruptured testicle. Yep. He's been replaced by either Brad Dick or, Will, <laughs> or Tyson Goldsack. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. That's come out, that's, okay, oh, now that's, I have an issue because how did this not make your useless stats? <laughs> that could be in the useless stats next week. Yeah. Uh, look, some machinations. Um, you know, the highly likely position is we'll play Brisbane in the first week in Brisbane. But if the Eagles win and Richmond win, if the Eagles win by 40 points and Richmond win by 40 points, the Eagles go second. Mm. So um, basically, there the machinations are, or you can make it fifty. Uh, we win by fifty, and Richmond win by thirty, um, or it can be the other way around. So there's there's a slight chance of doors ajar, but they always have to play their best, and they shouldn't be worried about it. But and Simo says he never worries about it; he wants to get the win. Mm. But. I wouldn't be surprised if Eagles put their foot down and go for the jugular. So interesting too, if Cats just lose to Carlton. And let's be honest, Carlton aren't... Yeah, you I say the name, that. you don't expect much, but they're not the same team they were no. in the first half of the season. Um, but yeah, I can't see them can't losing see that. that. Um, and also, if Tigers lose and Collingwood win, then suddenly Tigers aren't in the top four. Mm. That's how close... The top five this year is amazing. Mm. Uh, it's been a brilliant season it's overall. It's dream. It is, yeah. but every side could win a premiership there. Yeah. Mm. And hey, like mm. I've said, destiny awaits Eagles, and it's in our own hands. Um, if we're good enough, we're going to get there. Mm. Uh, we lost the battle, but we're going to win the war, and I just believe in that. We didn't show our hand, and... We had a lot of upside, and I'm really upbeat, which is really weird because I'm always really nervous. And especially at this time of year, I'm sitting there going, oh, no, I'm talking us down, but I want to talk us up. Yeah. And I just think the upside is just unbelievable. All right, let's go for winner in margin, guys. I reckon Eagles by 32 points. I'm going, as my conservators I am, <laughs> Eagles by 19 points. Well, I'm going 42 because they have to win by 40 and Richmond have to lose, win by 30 or 40. Mm. So I'm hoping we win by 42. We do our side of it. Richmond, you got to do your side of it. Mm. Well, no, I'm, I'm going for the Lions. I, as I said, I'm not too worried about top two no, anymore. No, I want the home final. It's, I do want that, but mm. I would just want to guarantee 
top four. That's all I want is the win. Oh, we've yeah, got the guarantee. Yeah, I, yeah, as yeah. I said, I'm the same. Uh, business as usual. If we come third and fourth, mm. and I'll prefer to pay. Here's a quick one for you, and we've got to wrap it up because we're running long. Who would you rather play? Cats at the MCG, knowing the MCG is not their home ground right now in their form, or to, uh, Lions at the Gabba where you know it's humid, so it's almost like a wet weather game. Oh, mm. I'd prefer either. I don't care. I'd, pay, I'd prefer Cats if mm. I was to pick one. And that's ridiculous, but mm. I would like... Yeah, well, that's, that's It's not their enough. home ground. <laughs> yeah. if the, I hear if Eagles are playing Lions in Lions' home game, it'll be the Thursday night. And that's the worst time to play at the Gabba. Thursday night. It is so humid and yeah. so wet up there. Now that's shocking. That's shocking. Mm. Um, best on ground, quickly, boys. Darling. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go. Shuey's going to bounce back from last mm. week. Yeah, I, I'm going to say. I was going to say the same. I, I can't see Shuey playing two bad ones in a go. And it's funny. He didn't have a horrible game. It was just no. his disposal efficiency, wasn't it? And first goal. I went Crips last week. He kicked three. It wasn't bad. I'm going to go for JK getting back into there. Well, I'm going to put the pressure on this man. You got to go. You got to do more than six possessions. You got to kick at least one or two goals, and you got to tackle hard, Petrocelli. Otherwise, you're out, mate. And that's pretty hard. Mm. <laughs> All right, Eagle Nation. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download the shows from there, or you can jump on a multitude of. Pl- podcast platforms such as SoundCloud, which is our preferred, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castro, CastBox, Overcast, Wooshka, there's plenty of them, or just go to Podcast Central who brings a show to you. Um, Boys, let's hope next week we're back here singing again, and who knows, we could be second, but my lately place is third. Hopefully we're talking top four anywhere there, and um, yep, as was touched on earlier, hit the like button, give us a five-star rating, you know, give us a good rating on any of those platforms, Platforms, it does help and tell your friends let's get us out there yeah get out there boys and uh, go Eagles go and Eagles. yeah next week see you at the game got it to see Chris hip it to the craft